0: Welcome back to our Mental Wellness Mondays. And just to remind you guys, Mental Wellness Mondays is brought to us by Bon V Medical. To find out how Bon V is supporting mental wellness in our community, head on over to twobroketwimbles.com forward slash Bon V or follow them on social media. That is Bon V Medical. As Dan says, what a good life. I I still don't get
1: it. Um, I'm just trying to help people to spell it out because, you know, the way you're pronouncing it, Phil, is very ham-fisted and hard-handed. Bon V. So B-O-N-V-I-E.
0: Oh, is, is that when you call in? Like, hello, welcome to Bon Exactly. <laughs> That's
1: what you should be doing. <laughs> this is part of the paid-for read film.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. And, and, and once again, we, we, we are joined by um, your favorite and mine, Dr. Nirai. And um, we, we've got a returning guest. I think this is our first returning guest here on uh, Mental on this Um And um, <clears throat> let me read the bio as it was told to me. Um, I need to read this verbatim. Today we have Muta Sanyols, who's a global speaker, author, creative fati- facilitator, general badass, that's with the two dollar signs, and he's the president of the Light Skin Association of SADC. Uh, that's a recent <laughs> appointment. Uh, we'll discuss um, how the, the elections <laughs> went and and, and and really how much shading there was in, in, in the back rooms. Because uh, it's going to be a snappy affair, Dad, I mean... Once you get more than five light skins in a room, Ooh, it's, it's messy. Yeah, no, it's catty. It's, it's yeah. crazy.
2: It's crazy. <laughs> Especially the brothers from Botswana because they own that, you know.
1: C- congratulations, it's territorial out there. C- c- congratulations on the release of Certified Lover the- Boy.
0: Mm. I thought you were
2: going to take ah. the brothers <laughs> That was the soundtrack playing all through the conference.
0: <laughs> uh, certified lover boy. I mean, so like in the WhatsApp group, um, what are the discussions like with that album dropped? Were you guys celebrating? Um, was there consternation? Um did you all make way too sexy your ringtone immediately?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. In in in, know. in in that in that light skin group, you know, like I said, it was the anthem for the for the conference but on a personal mm. level me and me and drake haven't been cool since his first mixtape so
0: i'm just mm. putting that out there once again i told you it gets catty then it, get, it gets catty
1: you know it's rivalries you know <laughs> yeah you know what i mean did he wear the same outfit as you look it's you know whatever the reasons behind it um mm. phil likes to act like he's not in the group by the way but anyway but, but i'm not Den. no it's I'm okay not. it's all right I'm we're not. actually here for some serious discussions philip
0: Mm-hmm. That is that is indeed correct. That is indeed correct. We always are here.
1: The mental wellness, but is a serious affair. Dan, if uh, if our keen eared listeners will remember, the last time we had Mutsa on here, we had a brilliant discussion about uh, the role of fathers and parents uh, and in different parenting techniques uh, and how it was important to uh, um, be careful of not passing on trauma to our children. That was a gr- that was a great episode that we had, and we knew that we had to have Mutsa back on. So we're we're glad to have you with us again, Mutsa, and today. We have a, a completely different direction in our conversation uh, today. We're talking about meditation, so uh, I think maybe it's a good place to start is to clarify that we're we're not talking about any kind of medicinal meditation, are we? <laughs> no,
2: in okay. this in this instance,
1: no. <laughs> my mother listens to these podcasts. <laughs>
0: You know, I, I'm I'm sorry. I, I really am sorry, Muzah. I mean, he came he came with the podcast. I can't deter him. It's just I'm stuck with him. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about that. But
2: and where unless, would you be without him? You it it's it's you guys are married on on air,
0: and that's the problem. It's it,
1: it, it, you know it's just <laughs> an it's a, it's an unhappy union. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a marriage of convenience. This is why we're bringing the experts on, Phil. <laughs> this is why we're bringing the experts on. Mm.
0: So yes, uh, I, I think uh, as Dan alluded to some there is a misconception as to what meditation is. A lot of people think meditation is synonymous with drug use, um, um, not only of the, the herbal nature, but you know, of, of, of the psychedelic nature. Um, so I think let's start at the beginning and demystify. I love that word, demystify. Let's demystify meditation um, for the average listener. I, is that my cue yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's that coming <laughs> he was uh-huh. meditating no, no. Um, I, I was meditating actually yeah <laughs> no guys thanks thanks um thank you again for for having me it's always good to to see you guys and engage with you 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 bring a certain spark to my life which i hope honestly continues we should make this uh, definitely more than more than two times oh, so I'm um <laughs> <laughs> It'll get me nowhere. I'm not getting paid <laughs> for that. No. Right. Um, so, meditation, maybe I can just start again with my own kind of personal experience with it. So, I grew up in the Methodist church. Mm-hmm. Right. So, my middle name is actually Mutsa Samuel Mufundisi Kajese. Right. Wow. And that Mufundisi stems from my grandfather, who was a Methodist pastor. Right, So every time I'd go kumusha, they'd call me Reverend or they'd call me teacher or whatever. And that's something that still carries on even today. Um, so I grew up in that kind of system of, of church. And that's kind of my, my fundamental understanding of God came from that Methodist background. Fast forward a few years and I enter, a, I go to St. George's College. So then, get exposed to the more Jesuit, you know, uh, um, way of, of of viewing God. So, so for lack of a better word, a little bit more strict, right? Um, a lot of emphasis on reverence, which I really appreciated. So, so, so there was an aspect of of really respecting the divine, which uh, I, I took very seriously. This is a time in my life where I'm still really adamantly reading the Bible and really trying to understand this aspect of truth that I've been given. Fast forward a few years, I go to the United States and I get exposed to more Pentecostal churches. So very happy, clappy, you know, touch you on the forehead, Holy Spirit knocks you down type thing. Right. Um, And, and for, for a time that kind of appealed to me, but then something within my journey with, when, when understanding, you know, God or the divine or whatever you want to call, um, put me in a place where I just stopped going to church. I, nobody told me, it was more of a feeling or a sense within myself to say, um, you know what, actually stop reading your Bible, stop going to church. And I started reading more, there were still Christian books, quote unquote Christian books, but they were more books that kind of leaned towards a maybe more abstract understanding of God, right? And so I started doing that and and one day I remember picking up a candle. And I placed that candle in the dark and I lit that candle and I kind of focused on one on one word, like hope or faith, you know, and I just sat and I kind of concentrated. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I kind of just, again, felt inclined to do so. Right. Um, Again, fast forward. I'm in South Africa. I'm in a capoeira class. And for some reason, this girl turns to me and she's like, you know what? Do you meditate? And I was like, I think I do, but I'm not quite sure. And at that point, she then exposed me to a system called the natural path, which now, if you look it up, it's called heartfulness meditation. And that was just over 10 years ago. And from there, I got introduced to this system of meditation and actually flew to India to learn how to to practice this so i went to the ashrams visited a whole different uh, ones of them i met the guru who was in charge there and i was formally taught how to meditate in this particular manner And I haven't turned back since. Um, And in fact, fast forward now, I'm actually the National Coordinator for Heart and Wellness for Zimbabwe. And and I have had the privilege of conducting meditations in a number of African countries, in fact, all across the world, because it's something I can incorporate into my facilitations, into my work, um, not only because of the proven medical benefits that it has, but also because it just allows you to to be put in a particular state especially if you want to state a, an intention for a workshop or you are dealing with a lot of people who are you know dealing with busy lives 9 to 5 hectic schedules and they haven't had time to reflect or or relax their or distress themselves meditation is a fantastic tool that allows you to do so 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 i in summary have been practicing meditation formally for about 10 years now. Um, And I am trained to teach it. And I go back to India. I try to go back um, every, maybe every two to three years, depending on the schedule. Um, And I'm at the point now, and I hope I'm not getting too ahead of myself, where um, I've started something called Afro meditation, which is now incorporating ancient African wisdom into the modern day practices of meditation, just to make it more relevant for the continent. And I'm going to stop there.
0: Okay, okay. I think you touched on a lot of things there. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. The, the, the first uh, um, and most obvious question to me is, um, when you speak of meditation in this context, w- were you going to study mindfulness meditation or transcendental meditation?
2: So this particular meditation is called heartfulness meditation. So your hmm. actual awareness is on the heart, right? Okay. So so the heart being the seat of the soul, right? So it's like a doorway into your, your spiritual self or your higher self. Mm. Right. And, and, and let me, let me please make this very clear. This is not a religion, right? So meditation as a practice, as a lifestyle complements whatever spiritual journey you're on. Right. So within the meditation, there are Christians that do the meditation as well. There are Muslims that do it. There are Buddhists that do it. There are Hindus that do this particular type of meditation. It's not a prescribed meditation to a particular religion. What it is is an enhancement to whatever you're already, already practicing. So I want to make that very, very, very clear.
0: Okay. So um, mm-hmm. technically, um, what what are the key differences between heartfulness meditation and the other forms of meditation I just uh, mm. described? Right. Right. Great
2: question. So, so for heartfulness meditation, what you do is first of all you have this thing called relaxation, which is I think pretty common in most meditations, where you're you're allowing your physical body to just kind of Take a breath and allow it to kind of just calm down, right? And once you do that, that is actually putting your body in a particular state, right? Your brain has different uh, states, right? Alpha, beta, theta states, right? And and once you've been put in a particular state, you then bring your awareness to your heart area, right? And again, the reason why you're doing the heart area. So 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 if I had to ask you, like, if somebody. If you break up with somebody, right, you usually say somebody broke my heart, right? Or I have a heavy heart or, you know, my, my heart feels like it's split in two, right? So the, so the heart, even in our modern language, is used just, it's it's seen just beyond an organ that pumps, you know, oxygenated blood to deoxygenated blood or, or whatever, right? It's beyond that. Metaphorically, it's used to usually express a form of affection, love, right? So we in our cultures understand that. The heart is a symbol for something more than, and so it's the same concept there. So we're saying if this, if this uh, organ of ours, which clearly has significance in in our languages and, and and how we express ourselves, especially when it comes to affection of another, it can also be a gateway to something greater. What happens if we bring our awareness and our attention? Right, so we're not concentrating on our heartbeat, for example, we're not saying okay, beat in beat out, beat in, you know, we're we're, we're bringing our awareness to it, right? We're, We're allowing our thoughts to continue, but at the same time, bringing that general awareness to that heart area. And when we do, what often happens, and again, I'll speak from my experience, is that you become aware of something greater than yourself, right? It opens up an intangible world where you can start sensing things that you wouldn't normally sense because your awareness is not there. Right. And that's, I, I would say, the goal of most meditations. You just do it in different ways. And, and and really, I encourage people to really explore the variety of meditations and pick one which benefits your lifestyle and your personality. Right. Um, but in this particular case, heartfulness then allows you to open up that heart area. Right. And then you become aware of that presence. And that uh,
1: presence is. Yeah, sorry. Go please ahead. Go ahead. Please go ahead. What's up?
2: Yeah, that presence you can you can only you can you can sense only when you are when there's a certain stillness in you, right? And over time, you don't necessarily have to sit in a particular position. You don't necessarily have to kind of you know uh, concentrate about it because it just comes naturally, and that's what we call constant remembrance, right? So throughout the day, it's a continuous. Oh, okay. I notice that I'm driving. Okay. While I'm driving, I notice that my thoughts are in this particular area. And what you do is you just gently bring it back to that heart area and say, oh, okay, oh, that's a reminder that there's something bigger than myself. And you do that all the time. And the more you do it, the goal of meditation is actually not to meditate so that you're in that state all the time.
1: Hmm. So um, I think for, for many people, probably especially in this part of the world, the whole idea or thought of meditation uh, it has an almost uh, an almost mystical air to it almost mm. um, something that's not very easily made practical uh, and you know Correct. whenever we hear it it's probably just assumed to be associated perhaps with the Eastern religions or uh, it's mm-hmm. not something that people very easily practically see as something that I can do today right now I can start doing it right now. Um, how could you help people who don't have that very practical view of what meditation is to see mm, it as something beneficial mm. for them?
2: Yeah, that's a great question.
1: Uh, I, I would say the first thing to do is
2: that meditation is something that is very easily accessible and available to everybody. That's number one. Um, and the truth is a lot of people probably have been meditating and they just don't know it. Right. So so maybe let me, let me, again, let me do my Jesus thing and ask, ask, answer a question with a question, right? And, and what would you, and there's no right or wrong answer to this, but what would you say is the definition of prayer? Um. <laughs> again, there's no right or wrong answer. Just, just, just to, just to kind of spark something here.
1: Prayer, Um, I guess, communicating to a, a higher power, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. Perhaps, okay. Cool. So we've got
1: have got thanking for something, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah.
2: Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Any anyone else, or we we take that? We've got we've got me, the meditation me, definition. Me me me. Yes, <laughs> uh Yes. <monangu>. yes ma'am. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I think. Um, that's this, something I discovered on my personal journey is when I started getting into meditation and reflecting on it, I did see prayer as a form of meditation because you do it either at the beginning or the end of the day, you use it as a chance to take inventory of your life of actualizing or even verbalizing some of your goals. Um, mm. and then reflecting on those and then winding down so that you either end or begin your day. Um, with some form of buffer in between the hustle and bustle of life. And to me that's mm-hmm. that's what medica what meditation eh, meditation really is. Um, mm-hmm. it's just taking some time for yourself <laughs> to reflect and visualize um your goals. Right. Right okay. Great. Thanks guys. Thank you for, Was for I your responses <laughs> A plus
2: <laughs> A A for effort. <laughs> Uh, So, so if I was to take that definition, and and I, 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 when I was a Christian, I loved this definition of prayer and it says prayer is the response to the presence of God, right? So you're responding to a presence, right? And, and I've kind of adopted that for meditation as well in saying that when I sit, the intention is to respond to something that is beyond me. Right. I'm not trying to understand it, but I'm just trying to make myself aware of that presence um, and to acknowledge it and to understand that there is a connection between myself and that presence. Right. Uh, and, 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 and therefore, with that very broad definition, you know, almost anything can be a prayer. Right. Uh if, if we now take simple examples of us, you know, and, and again, I have children, so um, this is something that I find myself doing, especially lately, is when I, when I connect with that uh, constant remembrance that I was telling you about, where I'm kind of bringing myself back to that awareness, right? So all of a sudden, when I'm playing with my four-year-old daughter, and then again, I remind myself, oh, bring yourself back to that awareness, that, that interaction becomes something completely different, Right. Because now I'm in touch with it's almost like I'm seeing it. I don't know if you guys watch um, Marvel Comics, The Watcher. It's like almost like you're now stepping back and you're looking from a different perspective. You're like,
0: oh, wow, this is amazing. Marvel Comics. I, I, I don't really right? know what. Ew, no, we would never watch comic. Yeah, we're not movie. those kind of people. What? <laughs> You're not those kind of
1: people. <laughs> Ew. Speaking of which, if you want to watch Eternals with us, Mutsa, we should discuss after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're doing y'all. a private viewing. We're doing,
0: but we don't watch them. We just oh, nice. Of the, of the oh, you what just know? only you inviting, just know? inviting
2: Mutsa, not me. I I think Revenge, we're, we're Dr. very Dr. clear.
0: We're we very clear about the the conditions. There was a certain <laughs> event I was supposed to be invited to. And I said, until I am invited to such an event, sanctions are being imposed. And these are biting sanctions.
2: <laughs> With that, and you're part of this deal.
1: <laughs>
2: hey, you know what? Don't, I'm just a watcher. I just, I don't get involved. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I am a, a watcher. watcher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Time, space. Oh my God. I thought you. <laughs> <he was>. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yes, are right uh, <laughs> I, I, unless, unless yeah, you so, have the vibranium unless you have the the, <laughs> the vibranium vision we, you can't interfere doc you know what I mean like the multiverse you know what I mean <laughs> oh like, my okay. God. Okay. there's sorry, nexus sorry. points there's nexus you points therapy. and absolute <laughs> points You can't cross those <laughs> over you know what I'm saying it's, it's, it's complicated doc it's complicated but anyway sorry Musa, carry on <laughs> <laughs> Right,
2: I've I've forgotten which version of myself I am in this universe, but anyway, um, <laughs> right. So, so yeah. So it's that it's that it's that response to the presence of something, and 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 that's bringing me probably to a next point, which is the importance of personalizing your meditation and making it your own. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, for me, um, meditation is not just about me, but it's also acknowledging my guides and my ancestors, right? So that's something that's very important to my belief system. Right. So that's a way for me to incorporate that aspect of my Africanness because it's almost like I have found my, and I, I, this is not uh, steering off too far from this discussion, but finding my African spirituality through India. Right? I needed to go to India to kind of find something that was authentic because, you know, India, they, they respect their culture. They haven't, they haven't lost parts of their culture, even through colonialism. Whereas mm-hmm. in Africa, we, we were kind of separated from it. Right. So we were told what's yours is not good. But it just adopted this, you know, this new way of thinking, and so, so we were separated from it. So I needed to latch onto something authentic, a culture that knew and hadn't lost its roots, in order for me to then reaffirm what my roots were. Right? Discussion for another day, but I think important in this context of what I just
0: said. Okay. So I think um, what, what would be the the best transition is like practical advice. If someone is interested in meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly um, the brand of meditation that 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 you subscribe to, what are some mm-hmm. of the easy techniques that they can pick up um, just to get the ball rolling?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I would be happy to even demonstrate now. It won't take even just a few minutes, right? So 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 one of the one of the first things that you would need to do, um, first of all, is just find a quiet place where you won't be disturbed. And I always encourage people that have never done meditation before is to start off literally with either one or two minute sessions, right? It doesn't have to be you sitting cross-legged, doesn't have to mean you, you know, you know, lighting a fire like I used to do or all that stuff. Literally sit in a position or lay down as long as you're comfortable, yeah? I um, strongly advise you to just close your eyes. And the very first thing I would encourage you to do is just to, to, to take a deep breath. Right. So it's in through the nose and out through the mouth. (laughs) Right. And you just do that three times. Right. That's all you do. And then what you do is maybe for the next 30 to 40 seconds is just observe your breathing. Right. And when you observe, usually you say a word that will coincide with the inhale of the breath. So when you're breathing in, a really great place to start is breathing in with faith. Whatever that means to you. So when I breathe in with faith,
1: and then I'm breathing out my fear. We can't do it now. We've got to keep focused on right? it the part. But I, I, I'll do it later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so that's a very simple way of just starting that. So even just doing that for about, you know, so you do the three breaths, and then you, you, you're just inhaling, just inhaling faith, exhaling fear, just for thirty seconds. And then all of a sudden you just sit maybe for about 10 to 15 seconds and just kind of observe how you feel after that, right? Just taking notes. Okay. How does my body feel? Because you will notice a slight change, right? And then you can increase that time as you go along. So if you did it for 30 seconds, the next time you're going to do it for a minute and then up to two minutes, right? If you get more comfortable with two minutes, then the next week you can increase it to three, right? And that's all you're doing. Just kind of allowing that into your, into your, into your, your daily routine. And then what I would then do is I kind of, once you kind of gotten used to that is, is your, your mind, right. Is constantly going to have thoughts. That's the job of the mind. It's not going to stop thinking. Right. So a lot of people think, okay, in order for me to meditate, I need to concentrate. I need to stop thinking. And that's completely impossible. But what is possible over time is that you acknowledging that you have thoughts but then gently bringing your awareness to something else. And that's why we start with the breath. The breath is very it's a very simple thing for you to kind of just bring be aware of, be aware of cuz we're doing it subconsciously now we're just bringing awareness to it. Right? And when you get used to that you can then start bringing awareness to other things like going into your heart area. But for things like that specific meditations like that I would then encourage you to to you know either speak to me or a practitioner that is is versed in, in the type of meditation that we are thinking of. But in all intents and purposes, you can do meditation by yourself and you can you can tweak it for yourself to say, okay, well this felt this felt good, you know, or or, or okay, I'm gonna try this, or you know what, I'm gonna try this type of meditation because there's so many and you can kind of take draw from different aspects of it. Mm. But if you really just want to start, it's as simple as just following your breath for 30 seconds, 30 to 40 seconds, and then see how far you could take it from there.
0: Okay, that sounds good. See, You hear that, doctor? 30 to 40 seconds. Not you're showing off for 45 minutes. I mean, really now. <laughs> uh, well, I,
2: started, I, I started off with five minutes. And the way I started was, you know, um, lighting a candle. Or you can find meditation music on, you know, YouTube or wherever you, you know, get your music and yeah, just good. listen to that.
1: I'm so, sorry? So, uh, please ignore Phil. Please, doctor. By now, you should know. What's uh, up? What would you say this does for you? What What are the uh, I guess the benefits, or what can people expect to happen to their mental well being, to their thoughts, to their lives, um, once they start practicing meditation? Mm. I mean, just watch the Doctor Strange movie that
2: that should be a nice summary of it. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding. More <laughs> people getting excited. Um, <laughs> I think we need to start um, so, a third podcast. Um, for mm. me, <laughs> I think so. Um, so for me, I would say one of the biggest benefits has been my my stress management. Right. So people who know me know that, oh, you know, nothing phases. Oh, he's so calm all the time and all that stuff. And This is like, well, I, it's not necessarily that I was born this way. It's because I have practiced. Um having, um, knowing what my triggers are for my stress and then understanding how to really bring it back mm. through meditation, right? So so definitely um, decrease stress levels. Um, I've noticed that meditation also recharges me. So when I'm feeling like my energy levels are low, my meditation is something that kind of brings it up again, right? That is especially important for me as a healer and as an empath as I'm the type of person that takes a lot of energy in and sometimes I need to, to reach I'm So I give a lot of energy out. So I need to recharge and meditation is a really great um, tool for me for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also provided me with a lot of clarity. So I get what you call for lack of a better word, a lot of downloads during meditation because my brainwave is at a particular state. It's opened for new information mm-hmm. and it connects the dots a lot easier to my subconscious thinking. So 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 I get a lot of downloads, a lot of ideas. In fact, in fact, three quarters of my last book were when I was in that state. And it's like, oh my goodness, I haven't thought about that. It's not think thoughts like the normal thoughts that you get every day. It's thoughts that kind of pop up to you, but they're rich thoughts. They're the ones they're very fertile. They're not just the the nonsense ones, you know, where you're like, you know, everything's just random. They're very, very high level. ways of thinking. And that's because your brain state is in a different place. And so you can get a lot of downloads from that. Mm. Um, so yeah, those are one of the, one of the many things and just, just a a very, a lot closer connection and a new, new perspective of, of thinking you get out of meditation. You're just a lot clearer, you know, you feel good. You just, you know, so you're, again, your natural endorphins are high. Right. You're 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 releasing all of that dopamine, but in a natural state, which is which is fantastic. There's no there's no there's nothing like a natural high. In fact, I don't think I know any other high. <laughs> what am I
0: saying? Yeah. Natural mm, high. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. On this podcast,
2: you know? <laughs> we only On know one podcast, high. There's
0: <laughs> The most high.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then that's another thing as well. Um, listen, I, again, depending, again, on your belief system, it just brings you closer to uh, what I consider the divine, um, mm. which is also just really great for me as well. So mm. it, it aligns with my belief system, yeah.
0: Mm, that's true. I, I, I practice transcendental meditation. So when I do, I sit down, you know, like quiet spot. I get on my yoga mat, and then I just have my, my, my mantra word, which is ribs, and I just imagine pork ribs. Um, And it said ribs, 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 And I visualized that. And then hopefully every week I just manifest ribs in the fridge. Uh,
2: I wasn't aware of that. Gotta love it. I love it. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. And actually at this time, I think it's also important to remind our listeners, guys, we do have access. uh, We do have a premium subscription to Calm that we offer to our listeners. So if you'd like to access Calm, which has a plethora of guided and also open-ended meditations, mainly mindfulness meditations, but they do have a little bit in... um, In Heartful... It's a slight variance of Heartful Soul, but they do have some meditations of that where like... um, You visualize sending positive energy, positive love or positive affirmations to people in your life or forgiveness and so forth. So there are a number of those meditations, guided meditations and free form meditations on the Calm app. And if you'd like access to that as a listener, just get hold of us via our DMs and we'll give you the password. Obviously, this offer is extended to everyone except Dr. Nirai.
2: (laughs) I need therapy. I really
1: do. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, Mutza, do you, do you uh, seeing as you've already mentioned that you, you help uh, different people with, with uh, meditations, do you offer that as a public service? Could our listeners, for example, uh, get your help with that? Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not something that
2: I charge people for specifically. Like, mm. meditation is free. Ah, <laughs> free right. um,
0: uh,
2: <laughs> and, and there is a, a heartfulness group that meets every Sunday morning from 1030 We've just recently started um, physical meetings, meetups. Again, we've been doing virtual sessions, but we are also joined from people from around the world. So we've got people from Zambia that come in, sometimes South Africa, because there's heartfulness in different parts of the world. We recently have had people from France because we have um, a French couple who is now in Zimbabwe. So yeah, it's just a, if you want to learn about meditation, please feel free to contact me on WhatsApp and I'll be happy to join you to the group. Um, in my, in my facilitations, and, and I'm still developing this, but I, I just did a pilot project with the School of International Futures where I was training a bunch of uh, entrepreneurs from across the continent. And we infused Afro meditation in their training because they realized the importance of personal development and it also part of their uh, trauma training, which I was doing with them. And Afro meditation, what that is, is it's drawing from wisdom from the continent. So I would take a proverb from Sudan or from Zimbabwe or from Tanzania and ask people to comment on what that particular proverb brings about, right? And so people I'll will talk about their pastics.
1: I hear.
2: Well <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> not not exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> But, but, uh, but they would draw on their experience. So this particular proverb evokes this in me, or I think about this. So we listen, we draw, we bring all of that together. And then I put them in a relaxation state. So we go through relaxation. We relax the body, make sure our, 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 our brains are in a particular state. And then I narrate them. So it's almost like a, um, a guided meditation, right? Based off of the proverb, we set a scene, right? So for example, Um, there's one, there's one particular, uh, proverb that we use, um, those who cannot dance, blame it on the stony yard. Okay. Um, so we then now walk through that particular stony yard and see what it represents for you. Right. And then we imagine people inviting you to dance and we see where that takes you, but you're in that meditative state, you see. So it's not like I'm talking to you guys now. So there's a particular relaxation that is putting you in a particular state, and then we take that journey. And you'd be surprised the revelations because you're interacting with parts of your subconscious that come up, and then we, or then, and then again at the end, we then share what came up for other people. So it's a very powerful process, but it's rooted in African wisdom through the proverbs of our people and the, the oral traditions that have been passed down from generations to generations. Mm. And I think this was a good way to kind of merge. And make make it more relevant to the continent, and demystify it a bit to say no these are these are phrases and 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 knowledge that we've known, but we're just kind of using it in a different way,
0: or accessing
2: it in a different way.
0: So um, I think the last question is um, there's going to be negative Nancy's mainly Dan and his friends. They're going to be like, what are the actual scientific benefits of meditation? I mean, this is sounds like hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. I mean, come on, guys, why are we doing this? um is there any scientific um research that that you guys are aware of or familiar with that that can oh. point oh
2: yes extensive absolutely there's a lot of it See, that's a <laughs> um it's go, a go to go to Har- uh, harvard harvard business review harvard medical review they posted stuff years ago probably over five years ago where they've been doing experiments stanford's been doing experiments um They've yeah they've they've been they they where they do MRIs on people who have been doing meditation for a lot of um, for a lot of years. Um, they've they've got a whole bunch of of experiments that have been doing with proven backed up data to show that it reduces stress, to show that it reduces cortisol levels or your stress uh, hormone um, releases and all of that stuff. So it's it's out there. Uh, please go ahead and, and check it out. It's there from proven medical f- fraternities as well. Mm-hmm. And I would also check um, um, Ariana Huffington. She, you know, on Thrive Glo- Global, she puts quite a bit of um, a, a research articles on the importance
1: of, of meditation and mindfulness.
0: Okay. Oh, so Ariana, she, she meditates. Wow. That, that's my Ariana Huffington impersonation. Hello, Dan. I am Ariana Huffington.
1: thank you Mutsa (laughs) thank you very much for joining us (laughs) thank you Dr. Nyerai as usual thank you guys (laughs) thank you Uh, Mutsa Mutsa, if you could just remind everyone where they can find you on social media
2: yeah I'm at Mutsa Samuel that's my handle for most people that's at M-U-T-S-A S-A-M-U-E-L
1: what about for not most people
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) for not most people uh, please make a plan you know, mm. it's
1: the 21st century. It's at I ain't light, do
0: the work for you. Light skin president, and the light <laughs> is L Y T.
1: The skin is a dollar sign. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, oh, man.
1: And Dr. Nirai, please remind everyone about Wired to Love and Thrive.
0: You find Wired to Love and Thrive um, on all platforms. And um,
2: Wired, I guess. Two, number
0: two, mm-hmm. Love and Thrive. Lovely. Lovely. Love it. Lovely. Lovely. And don't forget, guys. Uh, Once again, Thank you, Musa. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. And Thanks for, for having tolerating me. tolerating us. And as And, and, uh, Phil, yeah. mm, and, and, and you know, Musa, I'm actually, I'm actually disappointed mm-hmm. because it's a colder day. This is a perfect opportunity to bring up the shawl and you missed it.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but who says I'm not wearing my shawl? No, well, rather tease Dan about his show. <laughs> are, you, are you encouraging oh, people?
2: Oh, my goodness. Oh, I forgot about that one.
0: Huh? <laughs> what, what, what? I would know, Dan. I would okay. never. Bullying is bad. No. Olga, what? You forgot,
2: Olga? I, f- I figured Dan is wearing his show where we can't see it, you know, because mm. you know, I, I can just see the T-shirt, but not the bottoms, mm. you know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wearing it as a Zambia now.
0: <laughs> Guys, we have sponsors. This is was this the sponsors. is yes, yeah.
1: Speaking of which, speaking of which, we want to say thank you very much to Bon V for helping us bring together <laughs> these very important conversations. If you want to find out more about Bon V Medical Aid, uh, you can go to com forward slash Bon V where we've put together some information about our gracious sponsor or you can just search for them on Facebook. Look for Bon V Medical and you can find out more about the medical aid schemes that might just work for you. Uh, they have a bunch of different plans that also include plans that will help you out with your mental health and mental well-being. So uh, please do go check out our sponsor. And if you're looking for a medical aid package or looking to change one, Bon V Medical Aid might be just the one for you. And we thank them very much for sponsoring uh, Mental Wellness Mondays with Two Broke Twimbos. Mm.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank Take All care. Right. All right. Bye. Yeah.